All right. Microphone check. Microphone check. Hey. <laughs> Therapy without a degree. Chapter, I believe this is chapter 167. Chapter 167. You guys already know Joe Fucarino is in the studio, in the house. Um, yeah. And then we also got a very special guest in the building. <laughs> That was my turn. So yeah, this is oh, you. Yeah, we got a very special oh, guest, DJ hey. Fire. Yo. I'm DJ Fire. Hi. No, I'm just kidding. Hi, how are you? <laughs> I don't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> nah, just say what up. Say what up to the people. Hello, people. Hi. <laughs> yo, she be acting like she's camera shy, <laughs> and she be doing all these different videos all throughout the week. She does the DJ Fire's Corner, the DJ's Fire like Lounge, <laughs> lounge. everything. These lounge, like all these different lives. Like she be on the camera, so I don't know why she's nervous now. Like fuck out of here <laughs> now but all right so tell me about your day you said you're in a little bit of traffic yes there was an accident on garden state because it started to rain and people don't know how to drive in the rain so mm. yeah and then i got distracted because i saw a bird <laughs> you saw- that was fun but yeah that's why i'm late what was the bird up to it was like a falcon or an eagle attacking okay. something i don't know it was like a mixture of birds i don't, I don't know it was pretty cool it was big it was majestic that i do know <laughs> Mm, okay interesting don't mind me i have like mild add <laughs> nah it's all good I, I do too but it's not mild oh. it's high it's high but you know what's kind of funny I, i've been learning lately to just do the shit as i think of it and it makes it, it, it it's, it's tough but i've been trying to challenge myself to do that and it's been helping me a lot i need to do that do you like joke or do you feel like you really do have add I think I really do. But it's nothing to joke about, so <laughs> forgive me for saying No, that. no, it's okay. It's nothing to joke about, but mild. 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 Why do you think so? Because my attention span is so low. Like, I really think I have ADD, I'm dyslexic, and probably, like, bipolar, like a teeny bit. Mm. But something to joke about that's very serious. Well, the bipolar thing, like, you know, a Leo and Jace, so... Anyway, nah, but for real, why do you think, like, let's get into it. Why do you think you would say that you're, you have a mild ADD? Like, what things can't you focus on? Or what, how do you notice you just, you can't focus on something? Like, okay, like with my music, when I first started doing that, it took me like forever and a day to focus on it. And I would just get lazy. But then I would get mad at seeing people's success at it. And I'm like, well, I could do the same thing. But then I wouldn't push myself you know to do it i would just you know get tired because i want things done now like in the instant i don't want to have to wait or work for it you know like with working out i hate working out <laughs> i hate sweating and i hate movement like i just want to be like in shape so like adhd is just probably just laziness or like i don't think it's laziness you just wanted to you want the like, results now exactly so it's not really adhd it's more just like i'm impatient with things that's probably the better terminology mm-hmm. very impatient I'm working on it though. But what, it's are you, not really working. what are you? <laughs> what are you doing to work on it? I mean, I guess I'm trying to like put myself in other people's shoes or whatever the circumstances. Like everything happens for a reason or in this season, so I'm trying to just go as it comes, comes as it goes type of type of thing. Mm-hmm. Instead of like forcing it, because it's not organic. Yeah, it doesn't feel like you worked for it. It's just like forced. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But in that process, though, since you know you're impatient, what do you do to keep yourself calm? 
Um, I mean, Even though because you believe the process Because a lot of times We could believe the process of something And we could believe how things go Right But then we also could be like Crying inside or something <laughs> You know what I'm saying Like yeah like, So how do you What's that process been like Like what do you do to try to be like Okay well I know this So I do have to be more patient Is there things you're doing Is you know what not Or what I would pray Actually pray Three four times a day In between whatever's frustrating me Okay And then I just step away from from whatever it is and do, do something else because maybe it's not like the time for me to do it right then and there yeah I always come back to it when it's like did you always go to prayer or is that something new I mean I was forced <laughs> as a kid you know with church and all the other stuff but now it's more like on my own time versus like you have to go to church on Sunday shut up <laughs> so yeah and I feel like it works people say it doesn't work or people say it's a hoax you know, but <laughs> no, I'm just laughing because the princess is like so in the shot right now. I think it she's works. just chilling. Um, so okay, what do you what do you believe in as far as religion? What, um, are, you, what are your beliefs? Well, I do believe there's somebody upstairs. I mean, I there's think. definitely somebody. Upstairs. Would... They've been making mad. <laughs> I mean, the other upstairs. Oh, oh. <laughs> um, I I believe there is somebody up there. I don't believe it's a white person, but I believe it's a person of. And ethnicity, yeah. you know how they claim Jesus is white with the wool hair, which makes no sense because white people don't have wool hair. <laughs> it's more of like a mm. ethnic, thick, urban thing. Yeah. That's like another topic for another day. I'm not gonna get in trouble. Didn't <laughs> 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 say anything, but no, I do believe that there is a heaven and a hell. I okay. So. so, do you believe like it's? Uh, do you have a one specific religion that you go to more through like uh, Christian, Catholic, yeah, or, or what? Christian. Okay. Christianity, but I mean, I went to a Catholic school, like all-girl Catholic school. But our religion is Christianity. Mm. But I don't like discriminate or don't have a problem with practicing other, you know, religion. Okay, that's interesting. So, do you feel like now as you get older, you're just you're expanding a little bit more with it with the religion? Yeah, like more open to it. Like my mom is strictly like whatever, but my dad's like, <laughs> but I'm really open to really. Different. Do you tell things. your mom like, um, you know, I'm kind of thinking, I'm looking outside of just christian yes and it's like a nine hour conversation so i leave it alone trust me she doesn't like playing with uh religion she's not a fan of you know lgqtps whatever the language is relationships she's like one of those types like she doesn't like tattoos she thinks she should be born pure and die pure piercings Mm. so what'd you say when she got your tats the the first one i got which is lily it's my grandma on my mom's side this is my first one she was cool with it but then I got all these other ones. <laughs> and I kid you not, every time I got one, she would make me walk home mm. the tattoo spot. And when I got my piercings. You got to pick a, a close-ass tattoo shop. No, it was. It was. It was like 20 okay. minutes away. But like Sorry. every time I did it, I had a nose piercing too and another piercing up here. So mm. my dad doesn't care. He has tattoos. My mom's like, it's uh, a sin. So you gotta, those <laughs> moments, you got to be more daddy's girl. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta kiss up <laughs> daddy that. real quick, right? That's how you gotta do it. How was um how, how was that experience going to an all, all girls school? I how it. how long did you go to all girls school? All like maybe three and a half years. Like I went to a public school for the first half of my freshman year, and then the rest was all girl Catholic private school. Of what high school? High school. Okay. Mm-hmm. And how how was that adjustment? Because you were in middle school, you were in co-ed, right? Yeah, yeah. Were you pissed? Like, were you angry or like, were I, you cool with it? Or? I, well, to be honest, because I grew up in Montclair, the suburban area, whatever. But I went to Montclair High School and Montclair High School sucks. So I wasn't as annoyed going there, but I hated it because it was all girls. And there were nuns and we had to wear uniforms. 
and it was a small school. Mm. There was like 20 of us who graduated. It's a very small school. So no, I didn't like it. I hated it. Mm, okay, so <laughs> one day if you ever have kids of your own, would you wouldn't want to put them in that situation? No, I'd probably send them off to boarding school. To, <laughs> to, to boarding do. school? Yeah. Or would you think at that point, would you do like more homeschooling? Or what, what are you for? Are you for like homeschooling or are you for actual school school? I think school school and some hybrid because that's how I learned through college. I did both. Okay. You know. You see, hybrid, that's when that ADD kicked in for me. <laughs> and I was not doing that shit at home. Really? I was not. Nah, I fucked. I don't know why. Like, Focus at that point, I had a lot going on. You know, I yeah. lived with an ex. I lived, you know, I had my stepdaughter. Um, had a lot of things going on, and I was just not focused. <laughs> I just was. I don't know why. I just, I just couldn't focus on it. So maybe now to this, maybe now I would be different. But I don't know. It was tough. I actually had to do the in person type of things. Would you go back now? You think? No. no <laughs> Everybody says it when I ask. Like, no, no. No, I would never go back. I mean, I had a great time in college. Don't get me wrong. I had a fun time. I had fun time. I met a lot of people, did a lot of networking, but I also worked my ass off. Yeah. I took full credits and I also had a full time job at the same time. Those credits are a bitch. <laughs> yeah. And I actually always, I actually always had extra credit because I would actually make them let me do more credits than I was supposed to. So the max was like 15 credits mm-hmm. a semester, but I would make them. Like let, 18. Yeah. 18, yeah, 19. Gosh, that, I was that I was that guy. You were that guy. Oh, okay. Yeah. I did the minimum. <laughs> While working six days a week. See. But I worked in the college. What did you do? I worked for the catering company. Like oh, for cool. the, it was a separate company. Thank God, because if you work for the college itself, they limit you for like thirty hours a week or whatnot. But I worked for the separate union that handled all the food. So I was, uh, cool. I worked for like the Dunkin' Donuts, the pizzeria, yes. upstairs, the catering, all that type of stuff. So you were doing stuff in college. I was just in college. Oh nah. <laughs> Nah, I'm, you know me, yo, I grind. Like I, I've always been doing something. But thank God, my classes weren't really crazy hard. Yeah. I mean, I took restaurant management, and I already worked in the field, so a lot of it I kind of knew already, and it was very simple shit for me. Some of the hard, there was some hard classes. I challenged myself towards the end, and I took chemistry. Mm-mm. I had you that too. I hated it. I loved it actually. <laughs> It was the hardest class I ever took in my life, but it was also the class that I studied the most in my whole life. Like, I actually made, like, study groups with kids and shit. Yeah. I needed you in my college life. (laughs) No, but I never did that for any any of the other classes. It was just chemistry. It was just chem because I knew it would be a challenge. And I wanted to get... I wanted to challenge myself with it. Because I didn't like biology. I didn't like all the other sciences. I love biology. And uh, geometry. That was it. I love geometry. (laughs) Nothing else. But not bio. Bio was boring as fuck to me. Yeah, very, very boring, and Especially I don't know. you had to cut the frogs and the other pigs and stuff. No, that no, no, no. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I, a lot of people like that shit. I did not like that shit. I was like, yo, I'm going to chemistry. I want to learn how to, like, blow some shit up or, like, just, like, have fun. Just with, like, chemistry, I don't know, is more fun, I guess. Ooh. But it was cool. Actually, I ended up getting an A. Hmm. I just got C's, and I was fine with it. <laughs> I was one of those students. I got to see. Okay, I'm good. What's up? I said I gotta see. Okay, I'm good. I can go to the next class. Yeah, word. As long as you just pass. No, but that was like the only class I ever got like, practically an A in. Yeah. Was chem because I put that much effort in it, and it kind of teaches you that okay, like if you really put in this much effort, you really can. Shit was off. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Aww. When did you graduate, Montclair? 2018. Hmm. Okay. And 2017 I graduated Berkeley. And what classes did you take? Which one? Where? Both. They were all fashion, okay. fashion classes, management, marketing, business, um, retail management, 
economics. Mm. I had to do chemistry just to have it. Gym class. What else? Oh, and a design class. That was fun. Mm. So what made you want to do that at that time? Fashion? Oh, that was my degree. I always thought I would be like a perfect stylist because I was interested in plus size clothing. So mm. I wanted to be a stylist for the plus size models because I always feel like they get the, the least end of the stick shopping. Yo, word. For, <laughs> for males too, yo. I agree. It's hard that. out here, yo. I never find the clothes that fit because I was plus size once. So I know what it's like to shop and you mm. can't find anything. Never. Um, or if you do, it's like three items and they're all small. So I wanted to do something with that. So I wanted to be a fashion Or they stylist. just look like retarded. I guess like some clothes, yeah, just like, nah, man. Like... Like even shirts as, as for like a big guy, sometimes like they don't, they just be wide, but then they're short. And it's like, man, like you just can't get it right. Like, come on, there's a lot of big people out here. Like you just can't, you can't figure it out. So that's cool. But like what you think got you to want to do that? Because at the end of the day, what we're going to get into is you love music. Yeah. Oh yeah. So what was, what started that? Was it just because you were having struggle finding good clothes and whatnot? And you were like... Fuck it, I want to be the change. <laughs> no, actually, it started when I was five, and I would play with Barbie dolls. And I would redress them, I would style their hair, I would cut their hair and style them up. I had every Barbie doll you could think of. So it started then, and then I realized, no, this is kind of fun, I like styling. Then I got into fashion, magazine, Vogue, um, Rent the Runway, going to fashion, um, fashion shows, which I did at Berkeley. We were able to go one in New York City. So it really started when I was like five. I thought it was pretty cool. And that would draw and sketch. It's really started. Now, do you still want to do that at all? I, it kind of fell off when I when I graduated college. It kind of really wasn't interesting to me anymore. Why? The music thing kind of just popped out of nowhere all over again. Mm. But do you feel like that's just because you just got bored with it? Or what? Or like, do you feel like you maybe would want to find that love again for it in the future maybe? Or no? Maybe. But I graduated and I'm not even working in my field. So I got pissed that I spent all this money and I'm not even really working in it, mm. you know. But would you enjoy it though? Like if you were to look for a job like that into that industry? Or if you were to create your own business? Probably the second thing, create my own business. Because okay. I hate retail, but I work in retail. But I don't want to work in the office because I hate wearing that monkey suit. So I need like a middle ground. Mm. And I haven't found that yet with that area. Maybe create your own business, yo. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Have DJs in there and they're in the store. You know what I'm saying? Having music vibes. Having like a music and fashion store. You know, that's cool. That's something different. See, we'll talk about that off air. I gotta stop giving my ideas. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I gotta, I gotta stop. Um, but, okay, so where did like music come into play? Because you don't really see that many female DJs and producers and stuff. So where did that come into play out of all this? cliche my dad <laughs> <It's not cliche. laughs> he went to Rutgers and he would DJ there and all over so he would have the turntables which he still has the reel to reels and stuff like that so he would DJ and I would watch him DJing in our garage for like years and I thought it was so cool I love the vinyls I love the records that crackling sound but um since he started doing it I just kind of fell in love with it my own I love house I love house music I feel like that's like the not the easiest but like you can't go wrong with playing that and I don't know something about being on that stage or wherever you are and all the lights are on you and you're like creating you know this experience for your listeners it's just something you can't really 
explain mm. unless you're in it. You know what I'm saying? So mm. I just always love music. Okay, so you saw your dad doing it for a while. What age do you feel like you were like, wow, like actually, I want to try this. I want to do this. Like 11. <laughs> okay. I didn't really do anything with it till I was like 16. Then I stopped again. And then like 18, 19. Why'd you right stop? It's just, I didn't think I could do it. You know, I didn't really think I had like it, the it factor. You know, I just kind of just gave up on it. Which ties into me being, you know, impatient with things. Because I'm like, I want it now. I want to know how to do this now. So I'm like, forget it. I'll just come back to it later. Okay. <laughs> that makes sense. Now, what made you get back into it? Um, I think maybe like six months before COVID started. And I was working at this job that I hated. And I wanted to kill myself. And uh, that sounds bad, but it's the truth. And I'm like, I need to be doing something that makes me not want to cry every morning. <laughs> so let me like yeah. start doing music again. So I start listening to music, listening to records, listening to different kinds of music, Walter Controller, which is not cheap. <laughs> and just really started working on my craft. You got to work on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not born with it. It would be nice, but <laughs> you got to work what, on it. What job was that did, that you didn't like that bad? It's retail. Like, I'm just, I just never liked retail like in the mall type retail. okay just, how long were you in it though like how long were you doing it until like you had that retail? feeling yeah like a year year and some change year okay. and some change because i moved through different jobs but it's all in the same you know mall mm. yeah, you can't go back to a job like that if you hate it that much that's what i'm saying it was just felt like it was more work than necessary if that made sense like what explain like it was draining because I was a sales associate at Tory. I love that. I love that job. That's not the job I'm talking about. But then I feel like I wasn't moving higher. I feel like I was going lower. And the pay was not, for retail, the pay is so bad. And I was yeah. part-time. They had no full-time jobs. So you get no benefits. And it was just like a lot. Mm, yeah. You know, like if I don't really love it, why am I killing myself to work part-time? Yeah. When I could be doing something more rewarding, if that makes mm. sense. Nah, I think, I, I think that happens so you could actually now take your like i feel like life gives us like a preview of the things that we should be doing and then it's kind of up to us to see if we're going to do that or not so you know like you had a preview of the stuff you know of the music with your dad and everything and then you even trying it out and even the fashion gave you previews of of options of things you could do in the future and then it has to get you to that point of that breaking point right you know what i mean (laughs) exactly like you said if you felt that way about going to that job that was that breaking point And then it's like, okay, well, now it's up to you. We're going to, you know, life's going to break you. But now, what are you going to do with it? Very true. true. You know? Wise. See, he's so wise. So <laughs> nah, wise. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> what are you going to do with it now? You know, that that's the point. A lot of people go through that process and they break and they feel like they want to fucking kill themselves when they go to that job and shit. But some people will just eat it up and just keep going to work. But that's miserable. Exactly. I don't want to do that. <laughs> I don't, I'm already, like have issues i don't want to be like extra bitter <laughs> that makes sense <laughs> what do you think motivated you to say okay you know what i, I, I can do this like music thing full-time and i do other creative ventures which we're gonna get into in a few what do you think was like that piece that of piece, like the breaking point so to speak yeah or like that point of spark. that yeah that spark of saying princess like i don't, I don't, you I don't know if you want to get down you want to stay you've been chilling for a minute she's <laughs> She left us. Bye-bye. She's going to go take a nap somewhere. <laughs> but yeah, what do you think really, really motivated you to make that decision? 
to say, you know what, fuck it. Do you think COVID and everything like that was kind of a good excuse that it kind of gave you to like, it kind of forced you into it, do you think? Or do you think you already would have went that route without it? In a way, it's mostly my mom, to be honest, Um, because she's not working at the moment. And all right, we are back. (laughs) Little technical difficulties over here. Um, But yeah, so you said, okay, you think it really had to do with your mom? Yeah, so she's not working for like five years now. Sorry, mom, putting your business out there. I love you. But um, so she's not working. Um, so seeing her struggle for like this amount of time with bills and stress and life just kind of was, I guess, sounds silly, eating at my soul. So I'm like, you know, maybe I wanted to do something that I know I have that I know I'm good at and I feel like it sounds like a pipe dream but like if I got good enough to make enough money I would like give it all to her if that makes sense yeah so COVID just kind of whatever but it was before COVID it was always that was always the thing okay. in the back of my mind but she she has a lot of dreams and stuff too but she can't because you know money hinders you and you can't really do stuff so I was I'm just trying to like give her a part of my dream if that makes sense Okay, I she loves you. music too. We all love music. It's a house full of music. It's, it's all it's all music vibes. <laughs> yeah, she's uh, a seventies baby, so she loves Motown and all that other stuff. Too. What, what's your favorite genre? Um, probably the eighties. Mm. I like the eighties. I love grunge. I love you know Kurt Cobain. Uh, who else? Well, it's a little bit late, but like Woodstock just kind of fell into the eighties. N.W.A. Obviously, yeah. <laughs> you know, I do love '90s. You know, '90s R&B, hip hop, like real music. Not, okay. Not the music that's out today. I mean, yeah, no. Some of the music today is a little bit questioning. There are some talents. I don't want to say trash because that sounds bad. But yeah, no, a lot of trash. It's questioning. It's trash. But there are some real talents out there, so I'm not gonna knock that. But like the real, real music, we can mm. understand what they're saying. And they're always just talking about sex and drugs. Like, like it's tiring after a while. Yeah, of course. <laughs> like real music, like story music, if that makes sense. Like painting a picture, painting a story. Yeah. You know. No, I agree with you. That, that's that's my type of music as well too. Like actually, some like real. I mean, I'm not really into too much of the older stuff. Some of the older stuff I, I like, I enjoy, but I love like uh, late '90s, early 2000s hip hop. You know, With the big T-shirts and Dipset and all that. Yeah. <laughs> well, even like that. I mean, I like I like more like the very lyrical. You know, like 50. You know, Eminem mm-hmm. and you know Slaughterhouse, Joe Budden, all them all I them know. type of people. Loves loves Joe Budden. Yeah, I'm a big Joe Budden <laughs> fan. Um, also, '90s and 2000s R&B. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm a big R&B head I always love it Everyone <laughs> um, I'll be jamming Everyone thinks I'm either in love Or in a bad breakup And it's just like No I'm just jamming <laughs> I'm just saying It's funny <laughs> um, But Nah So that's That's really good That's really really super powerful That now You see the mission And you see the things That you want to do um, And you just started Getting back into music recently I didn't know it was that recent I know People think I'm so talented I'm just I'm just here But You know I just it is recent. Like when I really focus on it, like it's been there, but like putting time, mm. energy, money. <laughs> yeah, you gotta invest in yourself. <laughs> yeah, so it's expensive music. Mm. My dad always said since the beginning, it's very expensive. Yeah, anything in the <laughs> anything in like the media world, anything that has to do with music, radio, is shit is expensive. Especially when you're like, buying your own too. Nobody's helping you. No, in a way. You have to pay somebody. I don't want to pay you. <laughs> pay me. No, yeah, but, no, you know. it's, no, it's expensive out here. Even me, I gotta buy all this every every week. I feel like I'm buying new equipment. 
<laughs> like I need to go to Micro Center right now for a couple things. See. It's just too much. It's too like it's just one thing after another. <laughs> um, what is buzzing? Oh, that is. There we go. See, it's all the little small details. Um, but that's good. So, so right now you've been dropping a lot of music. I know it's fun. I love doing it. I haven't gotten paid yet, which is cool. Like I can do music for like twenty years and not get paid. It's just the passion. You gotta have a passion about yeah. something. But she, but you are gonna start charging artists too. Well, not even just that. Like getting paid or get making money off of it. It's not really like my mission. You know, it's really just. About the music at the end of the day for me at least I mean, that sounds like cliche but it truly is do you feel like it's like your therapy like doing, <laughs> therapy, doing the music yeah. <laughs> nah I mean it's kind of fun <laughs> but like for real do you feel like that's like a type of your therapy like when you're when you make a music and stuff like that do you feel like almost complete kind of in a way, way? yeah like I'm not such a fuck up <laughs> I feel like I'm you're just you're not a fuck up at all <laughs> you sweet but I am but no yeah it feels like I'm doing something right for some time that makes sense mm, okay and you usually have to add when you're done you know working on it you kind of feel, like you said you feel you feel like a complete um in the process of making it, it probably takes a while but how long does it take to make like one song in the beginning like with my first music i didn't know what i was doing clearly you can hear it <laughs> but so that took me like a, like days literally mm. days but now if i do like a track like three minutes or so Mm. Like three hours, something like that. Okay. Really depends on what they're asking and the yeah. vibe, you know what I'm saying? I definitely can tell that you like techno and you like house type of music <laughs> because that's definitely filtered through your tracks. It, you know what I'm saying? Like it's definitely house, <laughs> techno, Jersey Shore type of vibes. Like that's how I vision it. You know what I'm saying? I vision it like those type of clubs. Well, um, I don't know about Jersey Shore because I hate that show. If you like that show, I'm sorry. Me, but me. I hate that show. I'm more trying to get it to like the house techno but like Tomorrowland Coachella type that's what I'm trying to get to okay. and that's where I want to perform yeah. in some time Tomorrowland is amazing if you don't know about that I don't great. all these artists they usually have about like 10 top DJ artists male female group whatever and it's usually in Europe anywhere in Europe it's a different town town, different city each year and it's over three days and they play for like maybe an hour and it's like broadcasted across the whole world Tomorrowland come look it up it's like Coachella, but like for the music. Okay. I'm not supposed to say, I don't even know what really, I never even paid attention to see Coachella. what Coachella was. <laughs> I heard about it, but this is not like, they don't do like drugs and act crazy. They just vibing out to music. And yeah, like you that. never know. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Um, and also you've been writing. Yeah. Here and there. Here and there. You wrote a full book. Here and there. Don't let her play you. Don't <laughs> let her play you. She wrote a full book in a matter of four months. <laughs> It's, it's nothing really it's nothing but, really no but I enjoyed it I did <laughs> now don't, don't downplay yourself you're talking shit what's the name of the book okay well okay so technically it's not supposed to be this big this looks like a notebook but it's okay but it's called Tajiri which is my middle name it's Swahili and it means one who's destined to be wealthy true shit I didn't make it up <laughs> you can look it up but I don't want to explain it too much because I want people to read it. But basically, it's really so like it's called Tajiri, a conversation on the truth. And I don't mean the truth they taught you in history class. So it's basically about living in America as African-American or Afro-American living through, you know, racism, police, politics, you know, systematic racism and our ancestors all tied into one. 
so basically throughout the book I kind of go through like the beginning to like the end if that makes sense essentially you're supposed to but like beginning of like our ancestors to all the way up to when the orange man was in office so it goes you know dabble into all that different topics and okay stuff like that. now that had to be therapy writing <laughs> it was i was very angry <laughs> writing a couple of chapters i'll admit i kind of go off so if, mm. if you read it and i offend you i'm sorry that's not the point it's just to, to get some truth yeah of course yeah so i kind of go a little ham on some chapters you can kind of tell by the language <laughs> no nah, it's all good you got to do what you got to do yo you know what i'm saying there's there's some not shit ain't people out here you know what i'm saying not everyone ain't shit you know but there are definitely some, so a few. gotta let them know. <laughs> um, but that's good, and, and and it took you what four months, right? Yeah, four months. Four months. Did you have the idea? How long did you have the idea for that book? Um, probably since I was like eight. Originally, it was going to be a book about Addie, Addie Walker. She was the first American girl doll I got when I was like six with my dad. You know those dolls where you mm-hmm. get different dolls. My dad got it for me, first black one. And I read her story and I was so upset because they didn't make a movie out of her and they made a movie out of everybody else. And I was really upset about that. So I was going to make a book about her and tying that into um, racism and stuff like that. I was very bitter when I was younger. <laughs> like, it's going to sound bad. I did not like white people when I was young. That sounds so bad, but I didn't. Like, I. You thought they were all the same? In a way, I just, I just was like, y'all suck. <laughs> like, I really, but I kind of grew up grew out of that a little bit yeah or, just, so I, was, I had a lot of anger with that growing up especially living in montclair and that town is yeah. racist no nah, but that, that's <laughs> good that you grew out of that and, and you were able to you see know. that not everyone is like that <laughs> no you know no. what i'm saying that, that was a process there are some good people somewhere <laughs> <laughs> no nah, of course so. how long did it take you to, to realize that you think which one the... that like not all like white people are the same <laughs> Probably when I got to middle school, because I went to very diverse middle school. Um, had all different backgrounds. So I live in Montclair. I kind of, I guess it does that to you. I guess it's the point of Montclair. Um, so I kind of like started not being so angry <laughs> with that. And then when I got to high school with the all girl, because I was like the only, maybe it was like two black girls in the school. Everybody yeah. else was like white or mixed or something like that. Yeah. So I kind of grew out of it. I mean, Montclair is, it's okay. It's an okay town. I'll, I'll say that. Yeah. But no, I guess at first, you know, you just start thinking everyone's that one way. Yeah. You know, if, you, if you're surrounded around a bunch of ignorant ass people, you're assuming that they're all like that. Very true. I mean, I wasn't taught that like most people are, but it just, like not at all. It just came from me and my experience. My parents didn't, you know, teach me that. They want to love everybody and all that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Nah, but it was the vibes or the way you felt like that you were treated or, you know, your people were treated. So you were assuming that everyone was like that. Yeah. And clearly, you know, it hasn't changed since I was eight. So, (laughs) Mm -hmm. and actually I wrote this, I started writing this maybe two days after George Floyd was murdered. So May 27th, 2020. Word, y'all. That's powerful. Mm -hmm. But definitely everyone got to read the book. Check it out. You know yes. what I'm saying? So they it's see, not that you know. long, I promise. <laughs> it's not too long. It's a pretty it's a pretty decent size. I mean like the pages. I don't think you'll get bored if you like yeah. audiobooks or ebooks. So yeah. it is ebook and regular book. So And then maybe she'll have an audiobook soon. I'm thinking about it. You said I had the voice for it, I guess. I do. Yeah. I can make my voice all sexy, I guess. Hey. <laughs> I <don't know. laughs> Pause in that po- in this podcast now. <laughs> No, nah, it was it was it was um it was an experience that I think everybody should have with something in their life that they love to do. 
Mm. The only thing is, I hated reading in school. I hated writing. I hated reading. You hated writing? Yeah. I hated writing. I hated reading history books, like literally reading. But now I'm just like, oh, I guess I like it, I guess. Yeah, I've never been a history fan. No. Especially that the real history. That's that's really what this is about, too. Yeah, it's the actual real history. Now, nah, history always bored me. Mm-hmm. It, it was just always like, eh, no, it's like, <laughs> no. Especially how they taught in my school, the Civil War and American history and World War Two and everything about my ancestors are crammed in the back of the book. It was just frustrating, too. Yeah, there's a lot of bullshit. Mm-hmm. Word, but that's powerful to me, then. You can find it on Amazon, right? Yes, and Google Play, too. Okay. Google Books, whatever it's called. Google Books? Yes, Google Books. I All right, talk, talk your shit. <laughs> I'm really, no, I'm just a person. I just make music and I write. That's it. <laughs> What else do you enjoy to do if it wasn't beyond those two things? Because, you know, like I said, I guess between making the music is kind of, it could be your therapy as well as writing. What other things do you feel like kind of gets you into your place to where you feel like it's you, your, your time? Poetry. I love poetry. I've always loved writing it, you know, not having to rhyme all the time. I think that's so boring. Yeah. You know, just create creating whatever you want to talk about. Like, I have a journal full of just poems. Have people heard it? No, but <laughs> I just have, you know. Why not? Because I'm painfully shy. Like, if we do like a spoken word or an open mic thing, I would just be standing like a vlog. I, w- I really would. Like, I don't I, think so. I really would. You're doing this podcast right now and, and mad people going to be watching this. <laughs> but it's different. It's different. I'm just, that's just me. Like, I always wanted to be a singer too, <laughs> but I'm so shy. Like, singing like at home or with my family whatever is different but like actually singing or something like that you can try it try like it. I tried it say I did it like the song that dropped today I rapped hey. <laughs> I tried rapping on it it sounds crazy don't 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 judge me but at least I said I tried it it was fun doing it I will say you just gotta do shit sometimes yo it took me three hours to record it because I kept laughing I was so goofy I was like I think I'm too funny to be a rapper but everybody's so serious when they're rapping so nah you can so make some long. goofy raps I really was laughing this is I don't know I'm like I'm just, oh, I'll make music but I said I did it you know mm. so but yeah poetry writing poetry um, meditating that usually helps centers you know centers me mm. um I did write a song when I was in the third grade at talent show right on the spot oh I was shit like, I played the guitar. I don't even know how to read music. I just played something and I won a talent show. Don't ask me to play it again. But Why not? You don't have it on deck? No. I just made it up. I mean, I've always wanted to play the guitar and the piano, but I usually just play by ear because I can't read music, you know? So I just play the piano or the drums. It's my, mm. my go-to. You have to see you play the guitar. It's fun. I do have one at home. It's just sitting, sitting there. Why don't you play it? Go on live. I need to pick it up and just play you something random. That's it. She's going to go on live tonight <laughs> and play the guitar. All right, guys. Play you heard something it. random. You heard it here first. <laughs> For real, yo. Um, what are the stuff you got going on? Any, any future plans? With like the music? Anything. Or... Well, I have been thinking of writing another book. Okay. <laughs> Don't know what about yet, but that is on the horizon. Um, I, I do have something with the election coming up. My mom's friend, she works for the Joe Biden Foundation, and they're looking for a female DJ to do one of his, I guess, vote events September 4th. So I'll be doing that, a live set. Oh, shit. <laughs> I don't have all the info yet. She's going to send it to me in a couple of days, but then once I have the flyer, because okay. she's filling it out. I'll send it to you and post Word. It like It's like 30 minutes Okay September 4th So yeah That's what's up 
So I got to put a set together. So that would be fun. <laughs> That'd be cool. That'd be good shit. But all right, Joe. Uh, that was that was fun. You kicked it. <laughs> Therapy with a degree, and you got your shirt. Yes, I got my shirt that I gotta wear next time. I love it, and it's black. I love black shirts. There we go. Looking official. <laughs> I'm with it. Um. But yeah, so at the end of the show, we usually just have everyone just shout out something that you think is dope, something you think is slept on, not many people know about. Like um, anything, or like something about like me. Nah, it could be anything. <laughs> anything that you think is slept on, maybe a restaurant you went to, a show you watched, something you use, anything, anything that you think is slept on that not many people know about. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, in my opinion, I mean, it's talked about a lot, but I think emotional abuse is left on like people don't in my opinion don't take it too seriously like they think the female may be like overreacting or being like a girl or mm. on her period which I hate that saying and I think that needs to be addressed because certain circumstances can lead to tragedies so I think that issue or topic you know needs to be looked at with the you know a wider scope than like, just, like what talk about it like you know, the famous guy line is, oh, you're on your period or you're being dramatic. I don't think they're being dramatic. I think they're just feeling a certain way and they have these emotions for a reason, either brought by you or other issues or whatever. So I think instead of boxing it as you're being extra and dismissing it, which leads to more problems down the line, I think people should sit down, you know, and have, you know, open communication. Because that usually, really, when you talk about it, it usually either boils down to something big or something not even yeah. that serious. You know, so I think communication at the end of the day really is key when it comes to stuff like that mm. in any kind of relationship. Yeah, no, that's true. And actually, we talked about that recently on a podcast, but we were talking about it more kind of like with um with males and stuff. How like <laughs> some people will tell you know males to like man up or being mm. too sensitive and shit true. like that. It's like you're dismissing how ways. they feel. Yeah, it goes both ways. Yeah. Right. So, what do you feel then if if the person's doing it? How should the other person kind of communicate to them? Probably not as an attack like what you're saying isn't valid um more so like let me try to understand what you're saying or let me mm. put myself in your shoes because it's reverse how would i want to be treated yeah that's what i like doing i play the reverse game everybody likes games so if i was in your shoes and we were having this conversation would you want me coming at you like crazy or listening mm. you know what i'm saying so it really depends on like the vibe you get from the person or if there is a communication problem because usually there usually is <laughs> so you're saying usually there is there is nobody likes to talk when it comes down to certain things but I feel like if you just talk it out it can really solve mm. headaches time energy those are three things I don't like wasting you know so time what is it time energy and having headaches I don't like any of those three things because time is precious my energy is always low because I'm always tired I'm always doing something so I don't wasted and I don't want to nah you gotta get that energy up <laughs> as I'm saying so you need the positive feedback energy vibes whatever you don't want to always have to explain yourself with every situation unnecessarily when communication can just solve yeah, it or dilute exactly. it you know just keep it real I'm with that I like that <laughs> we'll get into that more on the podcast too as well and we gotta have you back yes and I'm gonna wear my shirt and probably some makeup yeah <laughs> shaking my head but no, definitely. Girls on the makeup. Nah, but my makeup consists of just eyelash. That's it. And Vaseline. I don't really wear makeup like most people. Okay. Because that kills your skin. They want to have open pores and, you know, clean face, but you're covering your makeup. How does that work? <laughs> you know? I don't know. It is very confusing. I still don't get it myself. Look, Prince is over there knocked out. 
chilling. Nap time. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm gonna give a shout out to uh, for our event. Our event is I will be there too. Yes. Yeah, September fifth. <laughs> uh, September fifth. It's gonna be in Lodi at the Little League. Um, bring a lawn chair, bring a blanket, come out, kick it. We're gonna have some comedians. Uh, we're gonna be doing a live podcast. We're gonna have some music performers. So it's outside, right? Yep. Okay. So yeah, it's outside. Uh, it has a cash bar inside. We're gonna have a DJ there. It's gonna be Not dope. Me, but it's nah, okay. next time, next mm-hmm. time, girl. Next time, <laughs> we got DJ Mikey Fresh. Oh, okay. He's been our DJ for a while. I know you were telling me. Yeah, he's he's been our DJ for a long time. Um, and then you never know, maybe we get DJ Fire and Mikey Fresh in our next event. See, you never know. You never know. <laughs> you never know. Double the DJs. Um. Other than that, guys, also, you know, you know that you can get a free audiobook uh, with our code audibletrial.com slash therapy without a degree. All right. So go get your uh, free book. The book I'm listening to right now is uh, The End to Upside Down Thinking by Mark Gober. It's really, really good. It talks about consciousness, um, about the mind and kind of like the soul and how, you know, materialism is kind of like bullshit and that we all come from one conscious it's really really interesting stuff um talks about precognition talks about predicting things um all that type of stuff so if you want to check it out you can get it for free and a free month subscription to audible so audibletrial.com slash therapy without a degree see he has all this stuff i just i just made music i'm just here oh and he created my website you can tell him about that oh yes we did Very yes special. yes i did <laughs> Tell them about the site. Me, you created it. I, I'm just, I'm just here. But no, the site is um, my name, Alana. Two N's dot Crossley, right? I'm saying that right, right? Because <laughs> I've been telling people. <laughs> um, and it has my book on it. It has my music on it, and a quote that I didn't even know I wrote. You said I wrote that quote. I don't even remember writing that, but it's on there. <laughs> I really forgot about that. That's quote. so fun. And what else is on there? Clothes, right? Sweatshirt and yeah, t-shirt, yeah, right? Yeah, okay. Merch. merch. Yes. All that <laughs> stuff. I'm just, don't mind me. See, he's a creative mind. I'm just I'm just here. <laughs> so <laughs> that's lies. She's out here writing books, doing songs, everything. She's she's a creative as well. Don't 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 play yourself. <laughs> For real, don't play yourself. I hate when creatives do that shit. Like fucking you out here moving and making magic, yo. I appreciate that. For real, don't dismiss yourself. But all right, people, it's been another episode. Um, Zane was not here because we kind of recorded this on a day that we normally don't record. Uh, DJ Fire was in the area. We had to snatch her up real quick and do a podcast, you know what I'm saying, before she becomes like a really popping famous author. I got my signature. Yes. Yes. <laughs> got my signature. <laughs> um, oh, and yeah, guys, it's been real. Therapy without a degree. We out. Peace. <laughs>